Hello and welcome to another episode of Fools Daily. This is the second part of the Batman episode with Dom, Rob and Jimmy. Um, I'll just let them get straight onto it. So, have a good one. Sounds like Sammy Lacroix. It sounds exactly like Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like my Sammy. Yeah, as filthy as the Redlanders. Huh. Um, I think from from what the the early complaints are and and this is very early in in this iteration of the game there are some people that are saying that the the joker crew is probably at the top end of the power curve uh, partially because um it seems to be that having more models on the table gives you an advantage because the um it, it's again like malifaux you it's a game won by victory points you get victory points either by taking people out or by holding objectives and so having bodies on the the table helps you hold objectives joker has a, a lot of cheap mooks that he can can have on the board um whereas say a, a batman crew with Robin and a couple of other named characters you you're only going to have say five models on the board joker crew can have double that number um the other thing is the uh, the chaos agent rule that i i said about earlier where you can move your your counters around so you can stick them all in defense at the start protect yourself and then when it's time to act put them where they'll be be more useful um so those are the the key kind of complaints i think that that people are having but as I say, it's, it's very early on. Um, I think there's been three tournaments so far under the, the new rules. And I know that Joker won one of them, because um, that was me. Um, but I think um, it was Bane won um, another. And, of course! And, uh, and Watchmen may have been the one that won the, the other crew, uh, won the other tournament. Another reason why Joker is considered to be quite ahead of the curve is that uh, he seems to be getting a lot of the releases, a lot more than some of the other crews. So things like Two-Face, Black Mask haven't got many options. And also you've got Organised Crime, who are kind of the everyone else in Gotham, uh, who are not like some of the factions like Scarecrow or Riddler or Mr. Freeze, who don't have anything yet. They have got stuff, but they haven't actually got any leaders yet. Yeah, it's it's not the. Oh no, the penguin kind of shares a lot of the organised crime. Well. Yeah, sidekicks can lead, but leaders are a bit more capable. Um, and it's not like they haven't got things that could be leaders because um, they've been doing things from Gotham. You can obviously have Fish Mooney, Maroney, Falcone. I also think organised crime would be the best way to get one of my other favourite Batman characters in, which would be the Ventriloquist. Because say you have to do a whole other gang, just have him leading organised crime, and it would be brilliant. Yeah, there's in the in the rule book. There's um, a section for the equipment that you can buy because when you when you're hiring your crew, um, I'll, I'll go by the tournament standard, which is 350 uh, rep points to hire your crew. But you also have a secondary value, which is uh, a dollar amount. So generally, fifteen hundred dollars for a, a 350 rep crew. So these dollars can be spent. Um, some characters will will cost some dollars as well but you can buy extra equipment for your henchmen so in the rule book there's um i think it's 18 
crews listed. And at the moment, we've only actually got 11 of those crews. Is that including Watchmen? That's in, including Watchmen, yeah. Oh, or, or no. No, no, no maybe not. Equipment. Yeah, because all their stuff's... Because they don't have any henchmen. They have just themselves, don't they? So, uh, so it might be 19 crews, of which we have 12 then. This was another yeah. part of the game that made me scratch my head when I was first looking at it, was having the two systems of currency within the game. Like, mm. it, it really it really confused me for a while, but it's another thing that's been a lot easier explained by uh, the new book. Yeah, it's yeah. very similar to, if anyone's played Infinity, uh, you have points in Infinity, and then you have a SWC, which is your support weapon cost. And that's like a different value that some of the more powerful guns have. So like heavy machine guns, rocket launchers, sniper rifles, etc. Cost an additional type of points to stop you having a crew full of guys with rocket launchers. Uh, so I think it's a bit similar to that. To yeah, stop you just having a crew it. full of machine guns. But it does mean you can buy your uh, your machine gunner in your crew some night vision goggles, for example. So, as I was saying, it was played at night, and that reduces your uh, your vision. But uh, see, across the board with my, my night vision goggles, I'll be fine. Uh, let's touch on terrain then. How important is terrain in this game? Very. Next point. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm I'm seeing a, a lot of. Um, a lot of people on on the forums and on the the Facebook group, um, Arkham City Limits, um, and they're getting some you know, really nice uh, buildings, you know, really nice gothic sets. In fact, uh, BendyBoards.co.uk have have released some very nice buildings for the the Batman game. Yeah, I've got some of those myself. Work. Um, but the the thing that I think people are, are missing is is the scatter terrain. We need more of that rubbish bag strewn across the street, crates, cars, to to get those extra ping results and to, to kind of uh, slow people down from just doing sprinting a, across the board. Uh, so yeah, terrain is is massively important because it, again it takes the elevations in into the game. We, we mentioned back claws earlier, so you can zip up to the top of a building and uh, start raining your arrows down on your, your enemies f- from a vantage point. Um, and also just adds to the, the cinematic feel of the game. And that's one thing, you know, it, this, it might not be the most tight rule set or the most tournament balanced rule set, but at the end of the day, it, it's Batman. You know, we're, we're playing it for that cinematic showdown between Batman and the Joker, maybe over a vat of acid in, in Acme Chemicals or, or something. So I, I think the, the train, if you've got a nice set, it really helps tell that story that you want to tell. Yeah, definitely. Um, there is some other terrain elements that are part of the actual game itself. You have sewers and lampposts. Uh, during the game, each player can place normally, is it about D3 of each? Uh, yeah. Uh, the sewer markers you can place on the board and you can spend a turn to go into the sewers and then next turn pop out of a different sewer marker somewhere else on the board uh, and fire your shotgun into the back of uh, Lobo, which is what I did the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's quite handy for because uh, the boards are about 3 by 3 
uh, but some of the models can be a bit slow. And if you're running across to get a, an objective, then jumping down into the sewers could be a uh, an interesting way of getting across the board. Yeah, I think the 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 average base move is ten centimeters, isn't it? Yeah. You get a couple of people like the um, the penguin might only have eight centimeters. You can put your action counters in your your move to to get extra d6 or to to sprint and double your your movement but yeah it's uh it is a, a nice way of getting around the board without being shot just i just say pop up behind your, your enemy and, and psyching your opponent out because all mm. the sewer counters get placed at the start so putting one down so they they kind of feel they have to put someone next to it to to stop you coming out when you always intended coming somewhere else it's just a nice nice other little element to it yeah the uh the lamppost as well as we mentioned before it's batman so it's dark and gothic uh fortunately you've got lampposts that you can place down and these illuminate an area of 10 centimeters around them because uh, otherwise you could only see is it 30 centimeters yes uh yeah uh, but obviously if you stood under a lamppost anyone can see you because yeah uh, you're being lit up so they're quite handy to uh to block off an area that people won't want to go into because you've got your guys ready and waiting to shoot anything that goes near. Uh, so uh, that's how the terrain works. Uh, I mean, we've already touched on whether it could be used for competitive play, but let's go a little bit more into it. I think there is, even if it isn't balanced at the moment, I've watched a video by Flashback Generation saying that Comic Book Joker is at least 40 points, 30 points too cheap. Um, it, I think there is enough combos and, uh, and there's enough thinking in the game that if it could get tightened up in the points department, there is an interesting competitive game there. I mean, a, a lovely combo that I love to run is with uh, my wonderful gang leader, uh, Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot, who is at least fantastic. Um, the Goth, the no, the Ark of City version has got an ability called Lord of Business, which means that he, as well as getting more money for his crew, can take more of the loot objective. Now, if you take Catwoman, Who's uh, who's got a bit called primary target loot? She gains more point, more VPs whilst being near loot. So they combo nice together with that because Penguin can take more loot and Catwoman gets more VPs for being extra loot. So like the the competitive games that I like, I think there is enough there's enough meat to get into. Yeah, definitely. I, I, again, I, I think it's a bit early to say how how many points extra Joker should cost or or things like that, but. Um, I, I yeah, three quarters of my games currently are competitive. There there is a, a a small competitive scene, and hopefully it'll be be growing, and and we'll see more players coming into it. But it's yeah, it it, it seems balanced and seems okay. Um, as you say, I think it just as as we get more familiar with with the rules and the tactics. Same as any game, you know, something that we think strong now. In a year's time, we might, everyone might have figured out all the weak points and, you know, something else will be the, the new top of the, the league. I certainly hope so, because some of the models at the moment seem a bit, seem like they're, they're made for the same role. A lot of the big guys, so Croc, Grundy and Clayface all seem to be competing for the same spot. And even though they're all slightly different, I think some of them are slightly stronger. Same with Catwoman and um, Copperhead. 
Cophead just seems a bit lackluster when Catwoman does more or less the same job for a couple more points. But hopefully this is something that will uh, cease to be once the game develops in maturity. Yeah. Well, they they have already um, updated some of the cards. I mean, depending on where you, you buy your models from, you you might get an older card that has already been errated. Um, so as I said before, you can get all the up-to-date cards direct from their website, just download them and, and print them off yourself. So there is the option there for them to to do that, which you know, as more people are playing and they, they get more feedback, yeah, they'll they'll be able to make proper judgments of, of who does need a, a power boost or a, a slight cuddle. Penguin needs a slight cuddle and I'm going to win DAFCON with him. Calling it now. <laughs> DAFCON will be won by the Penguin. Green Arrow's going to uh, fill him full of arrows. Uh, I'm going to do a Jimmy and Joker will win it. Um, well, we've already sort of touched on the uh, gangs that we're, we're playing. We've all dropped, we've dropped mentions. Uh, what was it that kind of attracted you to the main gangs that you play, guys? Well, for for me, I've, I've said I've got the uh, the Joker. I've also got a, a Batman crew that's um, not put together yet. But I, I figured, yeah, the two most iconic characters in in the DC universe, let alone the the game, Batman and Joker be good having two the two of them for for doing demos you know if if you say to someone that's uh, a gamer but not necessarily into um to the whole dc universe you know who do you want to play as in the batman miniature game they're probably going to pick one of those two because they'll have seen the nolan films at the very least so i, I went for for just the the familiar yeah where the first models i bought were a couple of years ago now when I had no intention of actually playing the game, I just bought the models because they looked cool. Uh, so I bought the uh, the Frank Miller Batman, who's standing on the rooftops with his big billowing cloak, which means he won't stand up on the table because he's overweighted. Uh, and uh, uh, Heath Ledger Joker, because obviously he's pretty awesome. Uh, but then when the Oliver Queen Arrow crew was released a few months ago, uh, I've been enjoying the TV series a lot. We watch it quite a bit, and uh, it's a guy with a bow and arrow. What's cooler than that? <laughs> Apart from two guys with bows and arrows, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, him and Speedy. <laughs> uh, what what drew me to Penguin? It wasn't just the fact that he has guns, has a hat, and is short. Honest, I know I keep digging myself into holes with <laughs> my army selection. Reinforcing the stereotype. I know, I know. Um, Penguin's always been my favourite Batman bad guy. Um, Ever since I saw the 1966 TV show, we used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. I think it's um, I love him as a villain because unlike a lot man, a lot of Batman's villains, he's arguably not crazy. And Joker and Harley and a lot of them, t- to me, just aren't interesting as villains because they're mental. Whereas Penguin, like everything is thought out, and he's kind of the the, the, bu- the bullied kid who's getting his own back. And I find a weird type of respect for the character in that way so, so he's kind of getting his own back on everyone because when he was a kid he got picked on for how he looked and he was like well I've had enough of this I'm going to get a whole flock of birds and chuck them at you so yeah I love Penguin and the, mo- the model from him is brilliant um, and there's two versions of him now they brought up the Gotham one who I think has got game I think he's got serious game Gotham Oswald definitely mm. definitely from from what I've read I, and I do like the look of it and it, again as you know, Jimmy got um the the arrow from 
got into it from seeing the TV show. I love the the Arrow TV series. I love Gotham as well. And so when when they did Penguin from Gotham, it's like, it is a really nice uh, representation of that character. Hopefully, it means sometime in the future the law will finally get Harvey Bullock because they've already got a mod that looks at Harvey Bullock. They're doing Gotham stuff. The law yeah. needs a bit of a boost, and you need well, you can't have. Um, Gordon without having Harvey. So that leads me on to my uh, another point. What would we like to see in the future for the game in terms of miniature releases? Mm. Well, there's there's ones that we know are coming because they they appeared in the rule book. So uh, the Court of Owls for, for oh, me, I had never awesome. I had never heard of the Court of Owls. I saw it in the rule book and I found um, found a video on YouTube and you have know, a, a Batman film, so saw them, and it's more the main guy. I'm not too bothered about the uh, the generic mooks that would be in in his crew, but the the main guy in Court of Owls, Talon, is it? He just seemed you know pretty badass, um, so I'd, I'd like him. And the uh, the art for the the Mad Hatter on the Wonderland gang, again, that could be a, a cool model. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a huge uh, DC fan apart from this, the standard ones. So I don't know all the little minor characters and other things like that. Uh, so just the, the things mentioned in the rule box just intrigue me about how they're going to uh, come out. So, yeah, especially the, uh, the Alice in Wonderland, the, uh, everything like that. could be interesting. Since they've expanded and started doing the CW characters like Arrow, I'm hoping that even though they can't do Flash, uh, a CW rogue gang would be possibly the one thing I would play outside of Penguin. It'd be slightly hard because they do reach that high power level that I think mm. may not suit the game, and most of them have guns, but if they're doing Arrow, then seeing Wentworth Miller's Captain Cold would be absolute we, dream. But, I mean, that's easy enough. That he could have a, a very similar weapon to, to Mr. Freeze, mm. and the, the same with... Um, I'm trying to think who would who would be too superpowered out of the rogues, but maybe most weather think, wizards. Maybe weather yeah, wizards. He's a bit OP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, one, one more. I would really like to see, um, Merlin. So I, I do think he's a pretty badass character in, in the uh, TV show. So, uh, a league of shadows version of Merlin. Yeah. Something like that. would be pretty cool. Cause they, they have got, um, another, kind of rule in the game where um, you have affinities and you have uh, like hatred so certain characters can't go with with other characters so it'd be very easy to put Merlin in but a hatred of Rachel, Rachel Ghoul and Talia so he could lead um, a League of Shadows crew but wouldn't have any of the other special characters it'd just be him and some, some ninjas, ninjas. They're another do, do for me they're another faction with a load of options. Because they've got two versions of Raz. They've got Talia, they've got Dark Knight's Bane, they can get Scarecrow Nissa. and Nyssa. Yeah, it's, a, it's a very strong faction. Um, it, the, the tournament I went to, it, it got to the top table and just the, the amount of blood damage they can put out. Again, it's a slightly more elite crew, so slightly less models, especially if you are taking someone like Ratio El Ghul, who, who is very expensive. Uh, but the the guy that took him didn't he had the crew led by Talia, I believe, and then filled up with ninjas and had Deadshot. So just lots of shooting, lots of blood damage. 
yeah, did the job. Are there any resources or tournaments coming up that we uh, feel need to be covered? Uh, yeah, well, tournament, you, you briefly touched on it. Batman miniature game will be at um, DAFCON in the uh, the new Firestorm games, although by the time DAFCON comes around, it won't be new anymore. But it'll still be still be there. Uh, not decided yet whether it's going to be just a, a straight Swiss pairings tournament or if we can do something a bit more story encounter esque. Um, maybe see what the see what the people want for that. Um, other events. I think there's one next Saturday. Um, Northeast Open Seam, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday, ten a.m. in, in Seam. Um, so I, I would imagine there'd still be tickets. Uh, I know I'm I'm not going to be able to go because I'll be at um, Hartfoe. But yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the problem with the some of the the tournament dates clash with all these new systems. We're uh, we need to get more organised. One each weekend. Um, so that's it for for events that I know of. For resources, um, you mentioned Dom. Um, Flashback Generations, they've, they've done a great number of, uh, YouTube videos, which go into a lot more detail, breaking down the, uh, the different crews and the comparisons between the different versions of, of models. So, you know, which Batman is, is best out of all the different versions, which Joker's best, how to play with these crews and, and how to beat them as well. Um, I mentioned the Arkham City Limits Facebook group. Um, that's, Probably it gets more traffic than the uh, the official forums, which seems to be a, a growing thing at the moment. All the the Facebook groups are a lot more popular than the forums, but can mean that some important information just gets passed by very quickly. Yeah, Facebook groups do seem to be... Uh, you have to keep an eye on them all the time, otherwise you just miss stuff. Yeah. Um, the the other resource that is very useful. I, I would try and point everyone to is bat hyphen builder. It's so addictive, so addictive, <laughs> <laughs> so expensive it's, as well because you end up buying everything. <laughs> all that, all that. But it, it is good for yeah building your crew, seeing who can go with who. Um, I mean, when we're saying who can go with who, this is obviously all you know, official rules. It's your hobby at the end of the day. If you want to have a, a game where Batman and Joker are, are paired up for whatever reason, yeah, you, know, you do it. It's it's your your hobby. Do whatever floats your boat. But if for uh, for planning out your your tournament list and and your purchases, Bat Hyphen Builder, um, it's brilliant. And again, it has all the the stat cards on there, so you can get an idea of of what they do. You'll still need the rule book because obviously the stat card just lists the special rules. You're going to need the, the rule book to, to find out what those special rules actually do. But as we said, you know, there's no reason not to get the rule book. It is a, a very, very high quality. One of the, the best quality rule books I've, I've seen in 20 plus years of gaming. And it comes with a free Alfred Pennyworth miniature as well. Yes. The only or place you, you get Alfred. If you're very lucky, you may still be able to get one of the limited edition, uh, Joker miniature game rule books with the the Joker cover and the um, the Red Hood limited edition model. Yeah, I don't know whether you can find one of those anymore, but uh... I, I think they had some at, um, at Salute. So yeah, it's, you're going to be having to scour eBay nowadays, I think, if you you want that. But yeah, they are out there. 
Uh, is that everything covered then? Uh, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anything other than... I suppose, like, uh, accessories and things. Uh, yeah. boards do a, a template set uh, with a spray template and an explosive template uh, and some counters and things like that. Um, that's about um, it, really. And the lampposts and the sewers, they do uh, a few oh, yeah, of those. Oh, yeah, well, in that case, then, that's another Fool's Daily all over and done with. I've been Dominic. I've been Rob. <laughs> try it again, try it again. <laughs> I've been Dominic. I've oh, been Rob. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've been Jimmy. And we'll see you same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>